BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. As the Chicago Bulls try to forge their identity heading into next season, we're going to talk about why the defense is what they need to hang their hat on and really rely on their defensive playmaker in Alice Caruso. We're going to go over Alice Caruso's defensive numbers and why it points to him being one of the best defensive playmakers in the NBA and how the Bulls have added to that with their acquisition this offseason. Plus, we're going to talk about comments from Marks Eversley during uh, Chicago Bulls Fest. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel as you choose to do so at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, we're going to talk about why the Bulls' identity mainly needs to be a defensive one next season. We know that we have players in Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic that can absolutely get their points when needed, right? We've seen it. We know it. We we can rely on it. We understand that. But the Bulls' defense needs to be their identity next season. And while a lot of Bulls fans, me included at times, talk oftenly about how the Bulls were a top-five defensive team last season, we've already broken down the reasons of how that how they've kind of sacrificed part of their offensive game to get to that number. But now, when you look at Alex Caruso and his defensive numbers and how we've added two great point-of-attack defenders in Javon Carter – and uh, Torrey Craig, and both players that can also catch and shoot. But when you look at uh, Alice Caruso specifically, right? Alice Caruso, uh, well, the Chicago Bulls overall forced the eight most turnovers per game uh, last season. And one of the biggest reasons for that was Alice Caruso. When when Alice Caruso was on the field, the Chicago Bulls were in the 97th percentile in steals per game. And then he also ranked 14th in the league last season in total steals and only one of three players to have 98 steals and 40 blocks last season. Also, when you look at the fact that the Chicago Bulls averaged uh, negative 6.9 points per 100 possessions when Alice Caruso was on the floor, meaning that he has the impact. This is always what I've said when it comes to Alice Caruso. And while some Bulls fans, more casual ones, like to look at just the offense or try to label a player like Alice Caruso as a luxury or anything like that, if Alice Caruso was not on the Chicago Bulls team, we would have lost easily five to eight more games last season. Now, I will say with that as well, Alice Caruso needs to be more healthy. We need that from Alice Caruso for us to reach our ceiling. But when you also look at the fact of the matter is, when, when the Chicago Bulls are on, when he's on the court, right, and he's in a lineup, we sit in the 97th percentile in turnovers per game as far as 
forcing turnovers from the other team. At the end of the day, Alice Caruso, at a, at, as a point-of-attack defender, is an anchor on that defensive side of the ball for the Chicago Bulls. And then when you look at the fact we've added two dogs now to that, and Javon Carter and Torrey Craig, hopefully going to see another leap or another step from Patrick Williams as well, him defensively, and then, hell, if we get back Io DeSumo and what he was defensively, even his rookie year, then you're starting to talk about a team that defensively, even with uh, negative defensive players in Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan, the Chicago Bulls can still have one of the best defenses in the NBA. And I'll go so far as to say this, for the Chicago Bulls to get 45 or more wins next season, the Bulls can't just be a top five defense on paper, right? They also have to be that in the half court. But the Chicago Bulls have to play one of the most, one of the best and most consistent brands of defense in the NBA next season if they want to reach those heights. Now, can they do it? That is a huge question if they can consistently do it and if we can have the health needed to do it consistently. But you look at the, also the growth defensively from Kobe White. Right. If Dalen Terry can get in the game and play well, you know, I think he's going to make his name for himself defensively first. Right. Those type of things. Andre Drummond. Can we play drum a little bit more next season? Billy Donovan. That's what we need to see from this Chicago Bulls team to really get to that next level. While, yes, this roster still has tons of questions, still still holes that we need to fill. And hopefully at some point we do. But the Bulls can have and need to have almost a championship caliber defense for us to really reach heights. And that's. Again, that can point to the roster construction that we need to have an almost championship-level defense just to be a fifth or sixth seed or, God forbid, even just avoid the play-in. But that's almost what the Chicago Bulls need to have next season. Now, as far as talking about that roster construction, Mark Eversley was at Bulls Fest yesterday, and he had a couple of interesting quotes. One of the biggest ones that you guys are going to see is that he said uh, the fact that they don't feel like they are that far away, that they're that far off from contending. And so... You know, a lot of Bulls fans hear that are going to hear that and think, hey, man, how tone deaf are you, right? And I do think that the Bulls have a solid foundation. Um, They need to better support that foundation, and they, I think, personally, they need a better coach to get the most out of that. But when you look at, like, he's very confident in Kobe White having this to say. Kobe White had, I thought, a terrific year last year. I think the growth he's shown over the last three years has been second to nobody on the roster. I think his ability to shoot, and he's much more comfortable handling now, and he doesn't get pressured in, in uh, pressured or panic anymore. He's found his voice in the locker room. He's become a quiet leader. We've seen growth and development from him, and that's why it's critical to bring him back. Kobe White, and I know a lot of Bulls fans go back and forth on if Kobe White's going to be the starter or not. You guys know I'm not going to be a dead horse again. You guys kind of know my thoughts when it comes to that. I think Kobe is going to be... Uh, you get the most out of him bringing him off the bench, with, specifically when you have DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine on your team. But Kobe is going to have a, a huge role on this team regardless. And I think when you when you when the confidence that he has in, in Kobe is warranted. I think he's earned that with this play last season. But we got to see that. How, how are you now going to kind of step that up a little bit? How are you going to refine what you showed us last year and be a little bit more of a consistent scorer as well? That's what we need to see from Kobe White heading into next season, and hopefully that we do. But Mark Eversley and his confidence in this Bulls roster, and overall, I do think that there is a lot of quiet confidence from this Bulls team and, and certain fans around it. I, I'm more optimistic as far as the Bulls' chances this year. I like a lot of what they did this offseason. But when it comes down to it, it needs to happen on the basketball court. And I think going into the next season for the Chicago Bulls, a couple of things are important. Health 
relative health, you're going to have players that are dinged up. You're going to have players that sit some games. But having relative health throughout most the, the the big players on this roster, right? I think because still, unfortunately, by the way that we this roster is built, an injury to Andre Drummond, almost irreplaceable. Injury to Nikola Vucevic, irreplaceable, right? We have a little bit more depth on the wing, but even then you're not having anybody, and you're, you're not going to have somebody off your bench that can just replace the production of a Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan. But I think we have some depth there that we can kind of stay afloat a little bit, right? It, we would We would have to change from – a team that scores a lot to a team that just stops the other team from scoring and allows our scores to go off a little bit. But when it comes down to it, like, it it, it really brings home the fact that we don't have a – like, Kobe White is a player, and I've seen people compare him. Oh, he can be a Jamal Murray type. You know why Jamal Murray is so impactful and effective? Because they play from the inside out, right? They have a big man that they allow to distribute and really become the focal point and he's able to do some things. You couldn't use Nikola Vucevic in a similar fashion in a way, right? He's not a Jokic clone. He can't do the things that Jokic can do, but he's a good enough passer to where you can do that. Billy Donovan isn't going to use him that way. He's just not going to, not consistently enough. And so because of that, I think we need to see that growth from Kobe and, and how he can manage coming off the bench. But overall, we need better balance overall in this team, right? And so... You know, the confidence that they had, the fact that they've improved in the margins quite considerably in those margin areas, um, we'll see ultimately what they have. A GM should be confident in their team, but we also need you to be realistic and real with where this team sits so you can call, make it audible, do some do some different acquisitions if needed. And the Bulls, as we've said a lot, they have more than enough assets if they choose to make a move, this trade deadline or whatever else, to improve the team. But we got to see where this team is going to be. But all right, enough of me talking. Let's go ahead and get into the voicemails for today. It is Sunday. That means it's mailbag day. This first one, this one's from Mingo. Hey, what up, Hey, This is big on Mingo, man. Hey, what what, what you think we got to do, man, to get back a Christmas game? Because I'm looking at the schedule. You know, I don't really care about the West Coast, but, you know, you got Nuggets and Warriors, Suns and Mavs, the L.A. and, and, and Boston game. That's trash, man. Don't nobody want to see L.A. no more. But I know we can't take the place of Boston. But the last two games, uh, New York and Bucks, uh, Heat and Philly, man, we could take the place of New York. E- even the Heat, man, even though they had a good run in the playoffs, though. But, man, come on, man. We could take the place of the Knicks and Heat. So what you think you got to do, man, uh, to get back into those Christmas games? All right, holler at me. What experience the thrill of March Madness? If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What do the Bulls have to do to get a Christmas Day win? 
That's just what it comes. They have to be more consistent. That doesn't mean they have to be this 50-55 win team to get a Christmas Day game. It just means that they have to have a, a sustained level of play and have better showings on national TV than what they've had the last couple of years, right? That's what the Bulls need to do. They need to be a more consistent team. They need to become one of those teams that at least is like, hey, they don't have a lot of nationally televised games, but if you're going to get league pass, one of the teams to watch is the Chicago Bulls, right? They need to be that type of team to get a Christmas Day game. I miss Bulls Christmas Day games, man. It almost felt like for a while there, you just knew the Bulls were going to be televised on Christmas every year, and we haven't had that now for, for a while. So I would love to see the Bulls get another Christmas Day game. I think also you have to have a player that is much watched. You have to have a player that's having the type of season or trajectory that is like, hey, we got to put this game, this guy on TV because, listen, the world wants to watch him. We don't really have that, and we haven't had that in a while. So, you know, those are the type of things that I think the Bulls need to have, and I hope we can get a Christmas Day game next season. I guess it's always next year, but thanks for sending that voicemail, Mingo. Let's get into this next one. This one's from Shay. What's up, ladies? How you doing? Look, man, I know a lot of people are having this debate about, oh, who should start their point guard, Io, or Kobe White, or Javon Carter. Look, here are my reasons why Javon Carter should start over everybody. One, because we don't really have any other scores off of the bench when you think about it. All we have is good defenders and three-point shooting. Two, when you think about it, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan like to drive, like to drive, and Vucevic is the inside presence. So you're going to need somebody that can shoot. Patrick Williams and Javon Carter are those two people. So we don't necessarily need in another score, and that's our lineup. Three, Javon Carter, I hate to say it, makes up for a lot of Zach Levine's weaknesses. I know what people are going to say, oh, Io does too, and Kobe improved on defense. Yes, that's true, but Kobe but Kobe White is not necessarily the defensive stopper. You know, you need somebody next to Zach Levine that could take the heavy load of guarding the team, uh, the opposite team's best score, you know, and I think Javon Carter along with Patrick Williams does that. And I feel, you know what I'm saying? So those are just my three reasons because I feel like he does cover up a lot for Zach Levine, just like Patrick Williams covers up a lot for DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic. And I feel that, you know, we kind of need another catch-and-shoot player. And when you really start to think about it, Javon Carter, even though he hasn't had Many opportunities in the teams that he's been on. He is a pretty good playmaker from what I've seen from him in college. I'm just saying. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. I, and I, I listen. I, I not that I agree with all the points that you made, but I do agree that Javon Carter makes the most sense starting. Everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of Bulls fans, they just think, oh, Kobe White can score. He can, he can potentially be a 15, 20 point score. Put him in the starting lineup. That's not how it works, right? You have to balance. How you get your points is almost as important as your ability to score. And the way that Kobe White gets his points, it becomes easier for him to do that coming off the bench. Now, also, Kobe White defensively. Now, here's to say, if Kobe White comes into training camp, and I do think that Billy Donovan is going to use the preseason to start different players at the point guard, and he shows a renewed ability to kind of pick his spots with this starting lineup, then you start him. If he earns it, you start him. But with what I've seen and how Kobe White typically plays the game, he... he his strengths are maximized by not by not being out there with three other ball-dominant players out there all at the same time. He can play with Zach. He can play with DeMar. He can play with Vooch. He can probably play with a combination of two out of those three. But when you get all three of them in, and then with a player like Kobe, who's best when he has the ball in his hands, that's where things start getting a little bit more difficult. And that's what 
you know, people like to build 2K teams. Like, throwing Kobe White in the starting lineup is great on 2K. That's going to be an amazing lineup on 2K. But when it comes to actual basketball and the game and how it's played, when you have a player like a Javon Carter who gets his shots, right, can do catch and shoot, is a great defender, isn't the best facilitator, hasn't at least shown that at the NBA level, right? But with those shrinks, it helps maximize the way that Billy Donovan has typically used the, the, the core three players. That's my thought. You guys can let me know what you think down below. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Casual Kelder with another casual take. Uh, I'm going to leave another message there, Hayes, because I know you love him. Um, talking about the uh, AK losing trust of the fan base, uh, he's deserved to lose the trust if you ask me. I see what I think he's done is built a team, 45-50 wins ceiling, and um, trade off many draft assets to get it. That was mistake number one. Mistake two was um, centering it all around Zach Levine. I don't think he was that guy that you want to build your entire team around ever. I think if he had to tear it down, Levine should have been he should have been gone too. Probably could have got more back for him anyway. Three Lonzo Ball. I know he's hurt. But it was a mistake. He's always been hurt. And then we've talked about his drafting. Um, I do like what he did this off season, but um, to get his trust back, I mean, he's going to have to show. More than just this year, he's going to have to get a future. What do you think about that? Bye. All right, so everybody who says this, the bullshit, the boot, that's the player they, like, that is one of, and I'm sorry, Kelder, until you can actually come up with a basketball thought, I may have to stop playing your voice, because I love you, dude, and you're a great fantasy mind. Y'all go support Kelder with what he does in fantasy sports, but when it comes to actually watching the game of basketball, you have so much left to learn, bro, to understand the game of basketball. When you just say, oh, they shouldn't have built around somebody. Oh, they should have sent them away because you can't build around. Okay, then you don't even have that to build around. Building around Zach Levine isn't necessarily saying that this is the player that you think is going to be the number one on your championship team. It's about building a roster because that is a more modern-day basketball roster. You can build around the skill set of Zach Levine, and if you do end up moving him and getting a better player, it's plug-and-play at that point in time. That's what that meant. Now, as far as AK losing the Bulls fan base because he gave up a first-round pick to build a team that has maybe a 45-50 win ceiling, listen, the Bulls gave up tons of first-round picks, and that is detrimental, especially when you're not also developing the young players that you have on your team, and that is why the Bulls sit in such a dire place at times. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of negative right now with this team as far as the way that the, the roster ended up going. Now, as far as Lonzo Ball, listen, every player has ding. Now, Lonzo did have huge injury concerns, but what he was when he was here on the court, it absolutely worked and was rocking and rolling, and when you look at what the deal the Bulls gave him, $20 million in the modern NBA and where it's going isn't a huge contract at all. They, they, they took a swing, and they missed, right? It missed because of Lonzo's health didn't keep up but I tell you what there wasn't really many other players at that point in time they could have put that money on and you hope for health right unfortunately we didn't get it and it does end up now being a deal that did not work out in the Chicago Bulls favor but all right let's move into the last one for today this one's actually a text message this one's from Julian he says this hey it's Julian from Seattle I want to ask you do you think a Seattle team will ever be in the NBA again and do you think we should find a new head coach for this Bulls team in my opinion I don't want Billy on this team I don't think he uses the roster to his full abilities. I really think uh, this roster would be better without him. P.S. Love the show. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Well, hey, Julian, thank you for that. Um, what he was going to say, there will absolutely be another team in Seattle before it's all said and done. I don't know when. I'm not going to say even with the next expansion, but I will say that the city of Seattle deserves a team, and I think they're going to get one eventually. Now, as far as Billy Donovan, I agree. 
I don't think Billy is the right coach to get the most out of this roster. Again, like I always say, Billy isn't a bad coach, but not being a bad coach doesn't make you a good coach for this team either, right? And that's where we sit right now. The lineups, the adjustments, the not using players to the best of their abilities, all those things is true. And the players, the people that actually watch the Chicago Bulls team go have seen that and understand that, and that is why you see people so upset with the fact that Billy Donovan was giving the extension that he was given. So, you know, I, 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 but I'm also a realist. I do think that Billy, now that he's in with the Reinsdorfs, he's going to be here for quite a while. And we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I don't even know what to say on that one, man. But, hey, it is what it is. Let me know what you guys think down below. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, for the mailbag episode, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.